0: Happy Halloween, Oregon. It's Monday, October 31st. This is Beth Slovic with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. A pilot program called Move-In Multnomah incentivized landlords to rent to formerly homeless people by guaranteeing a full year of rent, money to cover any damages, and support from a dedicated staffer who could run interference on landlord-tenant problems. Multnomah County tapped nearly $4 million from the region's new homeless services tax to place people into 214 homes in the span of just four months. That's very different from what happens with most affordable rentals. Historically, subsidized housing has heavily relied on federal housing vouchers. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler in recent days has spotlighted a study he commissioned that found it took five years on average to get into federally subsidized housing managed by Home Forward, Multnomah County's housing authority. Despite the small-scale success of the pilot program, its funding to house more people ran out at the end of the summer. Without an ongoing funding stream, move-in Multnomah will close when the one-year subsidies run out next year. Out-of-state cash is buoying a proposal to change Portland's form of government come Election Day. Those supporters of Measure 26-228 include billionaire Texas capital John and Laura Arnold and the New York City-based daughter-in-law of media mogul Rupert Murdoch. Measure 26-228 would end Portland's unique approach of having individual city council members run the city's many bureaus day-to-day, and it would turn most of that responsibility over to a professional city manager overseen by the mayor. It would also create a 12-member city council, up from four today, with three members elected from each of four large geographic districts, using a form of ranked-choice voting that requires only 25% of votes to win and is not used in any major U.S. city. The mayor, elected citywide using a simpler form of ranked-choice voting, would be allowed to vote on city council decisions only in the case of a tie and would not have veto power. Two-thirds of the $875,000 raised to support Measure 26-228 comes from local sources. Opponents of the measure say it's untested. The Oregon Department of Justice intends to ask the U.S. Supreme Court to review the recent ruling by a lower court that vacated Frank Gable's conviction in the 1989 murder of Oregon Corrections Director Michael Frankie. The state will file its petition before a late December deadline, a spokesperson for the state Justice Department said Friday. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals late last month affirmed an Oregon federal judge's ruling that led to the release of Gable from prison in 2019. Now 63, Gable has been on federal supervision, living with his wife in Kansas. Police arrested Gable 15 months after Frankie's death on January 17, 1989, after another man said he saw Gable stab Frankie, allegedly while he broke into the car of the corrections boss. A jury found Gable guilty of aggravated murder, and he was sentenced in 1991. John Krause, a Salem man who was on parole for a robbery at the time, repeatedly said he killed Frankie telling numerous law enforcement officers as well as his mother, brother, and girlfriend that he stabbed Frankie when Frankie caught Krause burglarizing his car. The Ninth Circuit found that the exclusion of Krause's confessions at Gable's trial was wrong and violated Gable's due process rights. Krause is no longer alive. The Portland Thorns won the club's third National Women's Soccer League championship with a 2-0 win over the Kansas City Current on Saturday at Audi Field in Washington, D.C. The title comes while the Thorns, and the league as a whole, navigate issues of misconduct and abuse following the October 3rd release of an investigation by U.S. Soccer Federation. That report found that team owner Merritt Paulson knew of alleged non-sexual abuse by former Thorns coach Paul Riley, but did not act on the information. Fans greeted Thorns players at Portland International Airport Sunday. Sophia, we love you, blared one sign aimed at forward Sophia Smith, who won the 2022 National Women's Soccer League MVP award on Thursday. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash